What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Triple Threat. I'm Scott Kaler. I'm here with James Stark. What's going on, guys? And Joey Dubois. Hello there. Good show in line for you. We got uh, two friends joining us later on in the show, but we're going to get into it with the heartbreaking news earlier this week that Jimmy G is no longer a New England Patriot. He was sent off to the San Francisco 49ers for a second-round pick. Thoughts? Well, I mean, in the end... We, you just got to trust the process. I was thinking um, you've only seen him play like two and a half games, three games. And I mean, you ended up getting a second round pick for him. We really don't know how proven he is. He does. He did look really good in the, uh, the times that we did see him, but he hasn't proved himself as like a, a real starter yet. So getting a second round pick back from a team that where it'll be a high second round pick. Uh, I think I think it was a pretty good trade in the end. I'm just annoyed by it because obviously we don't know exactly what happens with GMs and whatever and what trades they were offered at some points or whenever that happened. But from what we heard, at different times, we were offered a whole lot more than a single second rounder for Jimmy G. So to see him go now when the 49ers have all the leverage in the world knowing that Jimmy G's contract is up at the end of this year and we don't want to pay him starter money to be a backup, it's kind of just sad to see us be forced to be in that position to just get a second rounder back when in the past we could have gotten a whole lot more but it's good to at least get something considering like I said we don't want to pay him that starter money and I don't think we would so it's better than seeing him walk but I wish we got more for sure yeah I'm definitely with you there just because I don't know why but I always had strong feelings for Jimmy G I always loved him he's a pretty and man I mean he is our, I mean we, the New England Patriots are just a very good looking team in general absolutely but uh, just to see him go for so little, because I thought he had so much potential just from seeing uh, what he's done in preseason, what he did last season for, what he do, three games? Yeah. Yeah. Looked promising, so yeah, I guess we'll see how he plays out over in that wonderful franchise over in San Francisco. But sad to see him go for so little. Look, reminds me a lot of the Jamie Collins trade last mm-hmm. year, which was also a very heartbreaking trade. Anything else on the subject? Uh, good luck to Jimmy G. Yeah, Don't get bless. too good. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Because I want him to be good, but not not a fr- not a you know top ten QB in the league. Just a solid franchise QB. Win win maybe nine or ten games a year for San Francisco, and I'll remember him being a Patriot. Wolfpack for life, just like Brissett. I, mean, I don't know if Brissett's <laughs> Brissett's gonna be that good, but we'll see. We'll see with him too. We could pull like the actual John Lester that we want, like the Red Sox wanted to pull. Just take him back this off season. He want he wants to come back in the end. Give him some cheap money. We got a second round pick. Or we just get him back once Brady finally calls it quits. Fine by me. Yeah. If that's an if, not a when. <laughs> Next. Sixteen still throwing it around. Next. Cavs were off to a rough start this year, but last night LeBron put the haters away. I would say. Uh, for now. For now. I mean, he had a phenomenal game. For a night. 57 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. Yeah, if that's what it took, though, for the Cavs to beat the Wizards, I think they ended up winning by about 8 or 9 yeah. or so. Uh, I don't know if LeBron's going to put up 57 every night. Yeah, exactly. And when he doesn't, we saw what happened, losing to the Knicks, the Nets. Who else did they lose to on that terrible losing streak? Uh, they got killed by the Magic. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, Magic are looking one. tremendous somehow. But, yeah, it's, so if that's what it takes for them to beat a team, obviously the Wizards are a pretty solid team. But if LeBron has to do that in order for the Cavs to win a game, then I don't know how many games the Cavs are going to win this year. Exactly, because even though he is the king, I don't think the king can put up 57 every night 
50 or 57 11 and 7. That's just that's a ridiculous stat line. I don't know how often he can do that. And did you hear what the Wizards were saying before the game? Talking about how the Cavs seated themselves yeah, so that they would the, avoid the Wizards in the playoffs at the end of the regular season last year. <laughs> yeah. So, um, they they talked a lot of game and they end up getting beat, so I don't know. Bradley Beal had a pretty nice game in his defense, but they, they ended up losing. John Wall didn't look that great, but John Wall was hurt as well. I think he hurt his shoulder a little bit. It's not not a big mm-hmm. deal now, but yesterday he was hurting. Hurt, not injured. So, I mean, We're not the, taking injury into consideration. Yeah, I mean, we could never do that. So, yeah, All right, so the Cavs. They, they suck. They don't look that now. great. They don't look that great right now. Hopefully it stays this way. Hopefully they don't figure it out. Uh, but, hey, D. Rose is bound to get injured soon. And then, but that's when uh, Thomas will come back. All the Cavs fans are like flipping out because there's videos of him jumping rope. Ooh. So they're saying, "Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, well, we can't judge him because I saw Gordon Hayward sitting in the chair throwing a basketball against the wall, and I got very excited as okay, well." But so, he... <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess, all right. Fair enough. Do we want to move into? He was throwing. He was throwing it to people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And his, his ankle is snapped, and there's like, <laughs> all right, whatever. We're just gonna move into Deshaun Watson. That is, that's brutal. Yeah. For the for the franchise over down in Texas, that he looked so promising. Mm-hmm. He, I don't know how he, that rookie numbers. Richard Sherman just said he did he compare he compared him to Brady and Rogers, and that's that's pretty bold. That is especially bold. if he's only played like. Five games, mm-hmm. and he has 16 passing touchdowns in five games. That's nothing to scoff at. But really unfortunate for the Texans. Um, I still, I don't, this wasn't their year, I would say, to go make any deep run. Sure, yeah. he looked really really exciting to watch. but It's been a rough year for Your defense, defense has been kind of tough. Um, offense, it, it looked like it's starting to click with him behind, but, I mean, still, DeAndre Hopkins looked really good. Your run game is a little weak, though. So, I mean, this wasn't their year. I say he'll come back after this injury. He'll be come back strong. And I think he'll continue to uh, he'll continue to strive. I would say I don't think this will be an RG three situation where no. his career just plummets. Joking aside, poor Houston, like for real. Mm-hmm. They first they get hit with the hurricane, and then JJ Watt raises all the money, and everyone's rallying behind him. He goes down. Looks like their season's gonna slide again. And then they all rally behind Deshaun. Now he goes down, and now I don't think they have anyone really to look to. Well, I mean, Tom Savage. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, there is something that went right for Houston this past week. They won the World Series. Oh, that, there that, you that go. is a that is a big one. So uh, they, they got that 50, 53 years. I think it took them to win or something like that. No, fifty six. Took them fifty six. There was a stupid tweet guy saying, "Jose Altuve's five foot six. There's <laughs> another. There's another fifty six involved. Oh, he was born on May sixth. He's five foot six and took him fifty six years to win. Wow, what a crazy stat! But yeah, Houston won the World Series over the Dodgers uh, in seven. Unfortunately, your Dodgers lost, Scott. But that I'm heartbroken. But uh, yep. So you have that guy from Sports Illustrated who predicted this would happen in two thousand fourteen, and did he really? Yeah, I didn't see that. That was that was a cover issue, or like it was the. That was the cover. Was that article? Well, I think. Article. I think what they did to predict that was just, they just didn't really take injuries into account over the next few years. And oh, it worked out for them. So I think you know you can just really apply that rule to any sport. Mm-hmm. Just don't take injuries into account when predicting you know, the career or the future of a player. And I think you'll be all good. Like especially their ceiling as well. Like you never know how great a person can be if you just take injuries out of their career. I mean, 
players like I don't know Joel Embiid for example he he has that very high ceiling without these injuries so I mean could you imagine a Joel Embiid without what he's had to deal with for the last two years probably be a top top five top five probably I'd say top five I he's maybe an MVP candidate I was gonna say an MVP candidate for sure that's possible he's right there with Carl Towns and Mm -hmm. that discussion for me well as a matter of fact uh, I made it probably be better than Westbrook and Harden in my opinion I made a trade today in um in our fantasy basketball league, I traded Joel Embiid, unfortunately, and uh, Ricky Rubio. I just saw that, yeah. For Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Jamal Murray, so it's a top five a for trade. top five. So. I mean, I, I switched. I I would say I, I traded the, the fifth player in the league for the fourth player. So yeah, you could say that can't sounds, really go wrong there. Sounds about right. You'd definitely say that. But I mean, I don't know if I'd make Cat an MVP candidate, but Embiid for sure. So yeah. Next, some more football news. Someone coming back after being gone for a while. He back. Josh Gordon. Now done done with drugs, apparently. Supposedly. John Jones. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's off the weed. Let's I hope. Think he heard, <laughs> off he the heard. weed, cocaine, he's crack. The weed. So, so, congrats to him. Right yeah, now he's able... Many people never thought he'd ever be no. back. I mean, if you watch like, the whole story that he's put together the last... I, I, there was some video, I guess... Like he's been working really hard to get back to where he is now. So, I mean, he definitely he wants to be out there. It's not like he's just there for the money. He wants to go play football. And does that mean to stay with the Browns as well? <laughs> yeah, that's probably why that's, it took him so long. <laughs> he, that's a lot of things. Is his contract worry, almost is this, up? Is this really worth it? Do I really, really not to have to Browns? smoke weed just to play for the Browns? That was probably the whole reason he was smoking weed. Yeah. was because he played for the Browns. He needed to just kick back and chill every once in a while. I don't know how see, I don't know how Joe Thomas does it. Yeah. I mean, he has he has a lot of free time. Maybe he'll get into that this off season. But that's what we got for Josh Gordon. He can practice for now. He'll be able to play. I think around the twenty seventh. So good luck to him in his future endeavors. Next, we have a second overall pick in the NBA draft, Lonzo Ball. Stinking it up. Really hasn't been performing to expectations. He's averaging like nine seven and seven right now. Which I mean nine six and six or so something like that. But Definitely not bad numbers, but I mean, shooting thirty-two percent. Yeah, the field. that that's Yikes. a little rough. A little that's depressing. certainly a little rough. Uh, I mean, expectations obviously were set really high for him heading into the season. He he's playing all right. He, I would say he's playing all right, minus the shooting. The shooting's been pretty pretty bad, but I mean, not uh, nine seven six whatever it is. Uh, that's definitely nothing to scoff at either. So, I'm I'm sure most point guards who have been in the league for a while would like to average those numbers. And one stat that. I sometimes take with a grain of salt, but sometimes I really think is very interesting is plus minus. And while Lonzo has obviously not put up the best stat sheets, notably the Trailblazers game where he went 0 for 2 for 0 points, he's still had very impressive plus minus numbers in all those games. I'm not sure how, because like we said, he's not really doing much, but apparently he's helping his team in some way, so can't really take that away from him, I guess. Uh, there, there was something else. Oh, yeah. Um, seven players on the Lakers right now. Are averaging ten points a game, which I thought that was definitely like that. You throw in Lonzo's ability to distribute the ball and it's how he's a pure passer. I mean, I he definitely plays a part in the fact that seven people on that team are averaging ten points, and he's right on the cusp of ten points as well. So yeah, it's definitely nothing. Um, you have to keep that in mind. But I mean, other than that, his shooting really hasn't been that great. And once that falls into place, he will he'll start living up to those expectations. I just thought of this. I don't know if I've just missed it all, but. Well, Lonzo's been on this cold stretch. I haven't heard much from LeVar. That, that am I, is am true. I wrong? That is true. 
I oh. didn't. I, Jello played his first game yeah, that a few was nights great. ago, and I didn't hear anything from Lavar about that either. Well, I think Lavar's kind of cut off Jello at this point. I think he kind of <laughs> realized until Jello makes it to like once the draft starts to roll around, and Jello is predicted to be like second rounder. So then Lavar will come back. I mean, he's hibernating for now until Lonzo starts doing well. He's sitting at the new Ball Estate, as revealed in episode ten of episode season 10. one. Man, what a Ball. send off! What a send off! Yeah, absolutely incredible. Lamelo, or uh, yeah, Lamelo was dunking. On Lamelo like with nine his and girlfriend. Half. Girlfriend's a smoke show. I, <laughs> I was honestly it. a little. I was honestly a little bit underwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> um, it was great, great season, mind you. But hopefully, Lavar comes through Wednesday, November eighth, at the Garden, playing the Celtics. Run into him, get an autograph, take a picture. I am. I know somebody else who happened to get a picture with Lavar that I know. He's a member of the uh, Quadruple Threat podcast. <laughs> oh, Kansas State signee Tyler Burton, Easy T Breezy. <laughs> so Lonzo, turn the shooting around and you'll be fine. Um, that's all we got for the NBA for now. We've got a couple more hot topics that threw in there. Did we um forget to put Zeke up there? We did forget to put Zeke up there. So well, let's talk about Zeke. We keep talking about him. Yeah. Well, you have That's to. Zeke, Zeke was gone, now Zeke's back. And, and honestly, then he was gone again, and now he's back yeah. again. I'm kind of disheartened about the news that he's back this week. Um, you see, if he was gone for six weeks, he would have been back week 15. I have him in a fantasy league, and first round of playoffs is week 14, second round is week 15. Ooh. So now, when he uh, he makes it back this, this week, odds are I would say he gets suspended again after this game. And that'll that'll be it. That's the end of the road. Probably. He's now gone for the first two rounds of the playoffs, and that that will hurt. That will definitely hurt in the end. And odds are won't win. But if if he manages to make it through the rest of the season somehow, if he if his suspension's revoked, I'd say that that'd be pretty nice, pretty nice. But that kind of hurts. I was hoping he'd be suspended. So. Yeah, I don't really have much more to say on it. <laughs> don't don't hit woman. Yeah, don't beat your girlfriend. Don't grab breasts in a parade. Next topic, the Heisman race. Heisman talk. Heisman race for college football kind of got shaken up today on November 4th. It's a Saturday. Penn State just lost to Michigan State. Go Spartans. Uh, Saquon Barkley only had 64 rushing yards. Um, yeah, the Bryce Love from Stanford had an underwhelming day, and JT Barrett only threw like two touchdowns, three interceptions, and he got smacked by Iowa. Baker Mayfield nearly threw for 600 yards today against the 11th ranked team in the country. And uh, had like four or five touchdowns and came out with a win. So, do you say? Could we say now that Saquon Barkley isn't the the clear front runner? I would say that is a valid statement. Would you put Mayfield ahead of him now? I'd say it's a "What have you done for me lately?" situation where Saquon obviously went off at the beginning of the year and probably has a better career ahead of him or whatever. But the fact that Mayfield just had the game he had today and Barkley had the game he had, I think you'd have to say Mayfield's the favorite right now. But Still a couple weeks left, so we'll see who bounces back. But Mayfield, definitely, I'd put him above Barkley yeah, after today. I would put Mayfield at number one right now. Barkley, I mean, he had the underwhelming game against Ohio State and the one day against Michigan State. And the one before that, I can't remember who they played, but he really, like, I think it might have been Indiana or, like, Illinois. And he had a, he had a poor game. So I, he had a great start at the beginning of the season, as you said. And I think now Baker Mayfield has been consistent for the entire year. Sure, they lost to Iowa State, who's who proved that they were, they were a valid um, – valid contender they beat TCU as well and they, they had lost a close one to West Virginia earlier I say Baker Mayfield has performed in every game he's played in this year and I'd give him the the lead right now um, so speaking of big team big name teams to lose which was we were going to move into Ohio State got smacked by Iowa today big time uh, Penn State 
lost to Michigan State, which uh, Michigan State hey, called. Last, last night, the, let's say the fourth, the third, your own Oxford Spartans shut down the best running back in the area. Uh-huh. Today, the Michigan Spartans shut down the best running back in college football. Uh, who else? Oh, Oklahoma State was 11th. They lost today, so mm-hmm. their playoff hopes are shot. Uh, Clemson had a had a tight game. They only won 38 to 31. Georgia played a, a tight game against South Carolina. Only won by like 11 or so. Alabama was about to play LSU. Uh, but Michigan State, all I know is they beat Ohio State next week. Run the table, win the Big Ten championship. Have a few teams lose up top. Here comes that four seed. How'd Florida do today, James? Florida got absolutely smacked. Um, for lack of a better term, I mean, they got they got absolutely murdered by Missouri, and uh, good. Chip Kelly knocking on our doorstep right now, future head coach of Florida football, Chip Kelly or uh, Dan Mullen slash Charlie Strong slash Scott Frost. It's a lot of slashes. I mean, a lot of people want to come coach at the prestigious organization known as Florida football. The uh, the Vegas odds came out for who's going to be the next coach. Team T- Tim Tebow clocked in at a plus oh. plus thirty thousand. Interesting. Uh, that's less than Urban Meyer. That's less than Urban Meyer and less than Steve Spurrier. So, thought that was pretty incredible. Uh, so that's all we got for hot topics. We're moving right. to Stockwatch. Stockwatch. Who wants to go first? I got it off the all top right. of my head. T Wolves. Last mentioned on when we record on Friday last week, they had a big game against the Thunder. Scott's team. They won that one and then won two okay. straight against the Heat and some other team that wasn't that great. But 3-0 since last mentioned, and we're now fourth in the Western Conference. All right, I'll jump in now. As James said, my Thunder lost to the Timberwolves, but then picked it right back up. I don't know if you could say that because they played the Bulls, but they had a very dominant performance, 101-69. to Nice. Giggity. Ha. <laughs> And then they also handled the Bucks pretty easily, uh, one ten to ninety one, and then they had a heartbreaking loss last night against the Celtics. I don't know if we would consider it heartbreaking because it's good for us, bad for my stock. But, Absolutely fantastic. Uh, they it. had an eighteen point lead, pissed it away, and uh, Kyrie had a clutch five point play at the end. Wait. And won three, got his own rebound off the missed free throw. Al Horford didn't miss a shot. Yeah, that's true. He was on fire. He was on fire. So Rep got, UF. And then they lost 101 to 94 last night. We're sitting at four and four right now. So, T Wolves got that half game lead. All right, my Nuggets on a pretty hot streak. They they were one and three last time. We did a, an, a segment of stock watch. Since then, they gone four and one. Beat Atlanta and Brooklyn. Both away games. Lost to the Knicks in New York, but Porzingis just dropped 38, so I'm not too mad about that one. And then at home, beat Toronto and Miami, so 4-1 and one over that stretch, but not a whole lot of quality wins. Toronto is a, is a pretty decent one, but it's at home, and they scored 129 points, so that's not exactly sustainable. And then a one-point win against Miami at home as well, so not exactly the best win. So a couple more quality wins from Denver, and I'd, I'd say their stock would be going up. I think they play the Warriors tonight or tomorrow. See. Yes, tonight. Right now, as a matter of oh, fact. Do we have a score or is it let's see. I think it's that's well, a winnable game. It started at nine, so uh, I don't know. Ten minutes in. Oh, so that's a winnable game for the Nuggets, I would say. I mean they have they have some perimeter offense, but I mean two big men in Millsap and Jokic. In in Denver as well. So Yeah, that's that's I mean if we remember last time or one of the last times they played, Nuggets hit twenty four threes and 
blew out the Warriors. So anything That's can happen. Team. Anything can happen. That's what we got for Stockwatch. And we're on to point spread policy. Do we want to introduce anybody right now to uh, make some picks? Mm, do you think they're worthy? Yeah, they they have to beat they have to beat Cam. All right. Well, wait. Nah, no, never mind. We can. I guess Trevor, you can join now. Welcome, Trevor. Thank you for waiting patiently and being quiet and respectful. Uh, no, I, I just got here, so that's not true. Don't he's worry been about sitting it. in a chair, in a circle with us. And he's got a tweet of the week ready. Uh, no tweet of the week this week. Maybe oh. next time I'm on, I'll have one there. All right, nice. Did anyone so share those spreads with Trevor? Uh, I did. Okay. I, I did text cool, you the cool, spreads. Cool. All right, I'll look over those. Uh, well, no, not much time. It's, yeah, really, it's just it's on, on the, the spot. Fly. It's on the fly. Whatever hey, your heart feels. Do we want to throw some NFL primetime music in the background this week? I'm yeah, let's make it more it. tense. All right. Trevor, you have him up? Yep, I got him here. All right, nice. perfect. Um, let's go. First game. Oh, well, let me explain. Trevor, first, bold teams are the home teams, and the teams on the left are the teams that are favored. Um, I see one on here that I... I think it's a lock at this point, but we'll, we'll get there. First game, we got Let's Philadelphia. Philadelphia at home, favored by 7.5 against Denver. Uh, I'll take Philadelphia in this one. Philadelphia is very, very hot right now. Denver, just, they don't look very good. Took the words out of my mouth. Philadelphia's hot. Carson Wentz looking promising. Taking Philadelphia. Show me Philly. Yeah, Philly's definitely got it by two scores. All right, we've got the Los Angeles Rams in New York playing the Giants, but the Rams are favored by 3.5. Once again, sticking with uh, my new bandwagon team in the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams. That high-powered offense over in L.A. against that falling-apart New York Giants team. Give me L.A. Mess with the Rams, you get the horns. I'm going L.A. with this one. No disagreements here. Rams got it. <laughs> Next one, we got New Orleans at home, favored by 7.5 against Tampa Bay. Uh, pick another favorite here, New Orleans. Their offense has been clicking on all cylinders, so New Orleans. Hate to pick the favorite for three in a row, but New Orleans has been firing on all cylinders lately, so gotta stick with New Orleans. I also hate to pick the favorite three times in a row, so I'm gonna pick Tampa Bay in this one just so I don't do that. Yeah, I'll be a wild card too here with Joe, and I'm gonna pick Tampa Bay. Division game, I think that they can make it closer than seven and a half points. Next one, you got Jacksonville at home, favored by five and a half against Cincinnati. Give me the favorites again. Fournette coming off a bye, killed off that injury. Cincinnati's run defense is kind of weak. Fournette goes for 200 yards. Sorry, Joey. Bortles isn't going to be able to pull it off. Cincinnati. The London Jaguars are going to have a heck of a game this week. Put on for the city. I got them covering the spread in this one. Yeah, Joe, give me London too. Jacksonville's got it. their current home. What? What? <laughs> that makes no sense. All right, next. Next. Thor is going to forget that. Next one, I've got Carolina at home, favored by two and a half against Atlanta. Um, I will go with Atlanta in this one. Carolina. Cam Newton's look way too inconsistent the last few weeks. Uh, they just traded away one of their biggest offensive weapons in Kelvin Benjamin. Uh, give me Atlanta. Yeah, some might say Cam Newton's trash. I don't know if I go that far, but uh, di just like the the Bucks Saints game, division game, Atlanta's you know on a on a good streak after last week. So I'm going to go Atlanta in this one. I'm also have to go with Atlanta. I'm going to say Atlanta. Thank you, Trevor. This one was what I was referring to as a lock at this point. Uh, Houston at home, favored by 12.5 points uh, against Indianapolis. Keep in mind, these spreads don't change throughout the week. This is from the very beginning of the week and do not account for Sean Watson's injury. I will take Indianapolis to cover in this one. Sorry to hear about the injury. It happens in sports, but 
This spread's way too big now. Going with Indy. Yeah, go Wolfpack. Go Indy. Indy here. <laughs> Indy here. Indy there. Indy everywhere. <laughs> Tennessee at home, favored by five and a half against Joey's Baltimore Ravens. Uh, um, I'll save the suspense. Baltimore. <laughs> I'll take Tennessee. You know, I'm, I, I'm gonna have to side with Joey this week. I'm gonna go with Baltimore. Make that three to one, Baltimore. You're only saying that because they absolutely pounded the Dolphins. What was the score of that game? A lot too a little. No, I want the actual numerical values. I believe it was 40 to nothing. Thank you. I believe that's correct. Arizona favored by two and a half against um, a home team, San Francisco. And now 49ers. Jimmy G led San Francisco. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it's this I heard he's, week. I heard he's not playing. I don't care if he's playing. Give me CJ Beathard. I don't care if he's playing or not. They're still Jimmy G led San Francisco. I mean, Drew Stanton versus CJ Beathard. That's this. a gunsling matchup. This is a marquee quarterback matchup. CJ Beathard throws for 150 yards, one touchdown. Two picks. Around a, two picks, 50 completion percentage. I'll take yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco ain't winning until Jimmy G's behind center. I'm going Arizona. Yeah, I'm going Arizona as well just for the sake that they're not starting Jimmy G. He does not need a playbook. Just put him out there and have him smile and he'll win. Old take here. Carlos Hyde, 200 yards. San Francisco's got it. That's a bold take. <laughs> Seattle at home. Favored by 7.5 against the Washington Professional Football Franchise. Uh, unfortunately, I, I really want to take the team from D.C., kind but... Of big spread. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I'll, I'll take them. I, don't, I still don't have faith in Seattle this year, and I, I, I want to pick against Cameron Pomeroy, but I guess I'll have to go with Washington. I've had faith in Seattle all year. They're in Seattle. 12th man's going to be booming. Give me the Seahawks. Isn't that ironic that... The team in America's capital has the most un-American name of all. So, just for that sake alone, I'm going with Seattle in this one. Seattle here as well. Take Dallas at home, favored by half a point against the Kansas City Chiefs. Give me Kansas City. Um, I really, actually, you know what? No, give me Dallas. Zeke's going to be on a tear. It could possibly be his last game of the regular season. See how it pans out. Who knows? But You know what they say, play every game like it's your last. And for this season, it very well could be Zeke's last, so he's going to be playing like it's his last. Go Dallas. Well, Kareem Hunt could get hurt at any point, so this game could also be Kareem Hunt's last game of the year. So I'm going to go <laughs> Kansas City in this one. Yeah, that whole offense, they could just all get hurt, so Kansas City. Uh, also, Dallas in a must-win game situation. I remember that's why I told John L. before I sent in that pick. Um a lock that John and I both agreed on was this next one. Oakland in Miami, but favored by three and a half points. Give me Oakland. Trevor, what, what's your take on this one? I'm going to have to go with Miami on this one. Just a better team on paper. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Paper. On paper? You might have said the worst possible thing there to try to justify that pick. <laughs> so I was leaning towards Oakland. Now you, you really pushed me that way. I'm going to go Oakland this I one. have to go Oakland. I don't even need an explanation. Second Monday night game of the year for the Detroit Lions. Favored by two and a half in Green Bay. Give me the Detroit Lions in this one. Uh, definitely suffered a tough loss last week. They didn't score a touchdown. Stafford threw for like 400 yards. Uh, I wouldn't expect a repeat performance of 400 yards, but they'll definitely find the end zone against the Brett Hundley-led Packers in that weak defense. Give me Detroit. They are on the frozen tundra over there in Green Bay, but they are a Rogerless Green Bay the Packers team. Tundra. It would be pathetic to see Detroit win the, lose this one, so I'm going to have to go with Detroit. Must win game. Yeah, Must Brett game. Brett Hundley is a dumpster fire. I'm going to go Detroit in this one. I'm going to take Green Bay here. I think they're going to turn to the running attack, and they're going to win it. Oh, my wow. God. 
<laughs> that's all we got Jeez. for the point spread policy this week. And uh, so, what are we moving into next? Um, uh, let me get... just go to the bathroom real quick. We're in the then... middle of the show, Joey. I know. I just got to uh, right. go to the bathroom. Hey, right now? Yeah, real, hey, we're good. real we're bad. Got, we got Trevor here. We got, we got all right, people. Trevor, get ready to kill some time because we can't go into the next thing until Joey's so, back. Uh, oh, oh, my Wait. goodness. Oh, is that... Is that who I think it is? Oh. Dr. D! <laughs> oh, what's up, guys? What's up? What's up, dude? Not much. Just uh, just been listening to that new Lil Pump, Lil Pump, Lil Pump, Gucci Gang a little bit, so I wanted to come in and give oh. my thoughts on that, if that's cool with you guys. No, yeah, well, your sounds, presence is always welcome here. That sounds fantastic. Where were you last week? Uh, I was actually uh, touring with Lil Pump. Oh, where, where was that? Uh, it's at the Palladium in December something, if you guys want to come through. But it's only... It's I'll only be opening. November. Last week, it would have been October. Yeah, but he, we were checking out venues and stuff. For booking the, the oh, of, yeah okay it happens when you're you know famous so wait, you'll, you'll so, be you'll be there um yeah yeah as of now all right meet and greet at meet. the little pump concert yeah Can i get the date i don't i don't Is know it december exact, 7th did we it's a saturday saturday in december i think it's like december 7th at something the, like that. what's it called palladium december palladium. 9th oh. december 9th Come meet Dr. D in the Triple Threat podcast. Yeah, you don't have to like hype it up most, that much. Like, if you're likely, there and you I mean, see Dr. D, then we might say what's be up, there. But... It's not 100%, but we'll see what happens. All right, let's, like get into, let's get into Gucci Gang, Lil Pump. All right, so, Lil Pump. so, so the name of the official mixtape is, is Lil Pump. I'm not sure where you got the name, but uh, obviously the highlight track, the one everyone knows, Gucci Gang. Even Trevor's been, been listening to this one a little bit. Hey, Trevor. Yeah. Uh, uh, I actually haven't I've never met you in my life. What, it, are your, but, what are your um, thoughts on... Um, Lil Pump. Oh, Lil Pump. Just, he's a great artist. All the respect in the world for him. Good yeah. morals, right? Yeah, definitely. All right. Fun fact. What um, are your I'm on actually. Zans? Um, I mean, if he wants to go down that road, all the power to him. Well, obviously, I'm 25, but for you guys, you're actually all older than Lil Pump, which is interesting. Really? Fun fact. Yeah. He's only 17, right? Ba- yeah, barely 17 years old. So. That's why. Uh, uh for his like, concert, really it's young. all ages. Cause yeah. He can't make it 18 plus. He's not even 18. It just gets shut out of his own venue. That'd be terrible. Well, I, I believe the last big uh, name artist to play at the Palladium was Tyler the Creator, and he didn't even make it on stage. Is yeah. that correct? Uh, I think he was on for for a couple minutes or so. I opened for that one too. Oh, there. did you? Yeah, crazy crowd. I got him going, and then Tyler just had to really just step out there, and then he took it from there. But I th- I honestly think I don't get enough credit. Shouldn't Tyler have been opening for you? Well, it was like a year or so ago. So, oh, so you weren't really big yet. Yeah, it was All just right. a couple hits. Oh, yeah. I, I actually heard that you were one of his biggest influences growing up. I mean, Who were yeah, your sources? Um, the doctor actually told me this backstage. Oh, you talked to Why were you doctor? backstage? you get passes or were you back there legally? Doctor, can, talk you, to can you confirm I this? didn't talk to you, man. Do you know this guy's name? What's your name? It's exactly. Trevor. I definitely didn't call you that earlier. Anyways. <laughs> All right, let's get into the Lil Pump yeah, my, by Lil Pump. My favorite track hate to do it but it's gotta be Gucci Gang so <laughs> um, but it's really for me the whole thing kind of died down as it went on maybe it's cause they all sound like the exact same I don't know <laughs> really? But, yeah so uh, What You Saying the intro track featuring Smoke Perp it's my guy it's a pretty yeah. good track and then obviously Gucci Gang number 2 ah. uh, Gucci Gang and then Smoke My Dope number 3 it's alright crazy pretty good and then crazy. another one of my favorites Back Future and uh, f- future collaborator Lil Yachty, that's up there for me as well. So I like that one. And then I think track six is the one I'm thinking of. D Rose. There's a lot of gunshots. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was driving yeah. and I, I thought someone got shot. 
but it turns out it was just a song, so it was a, it was a pleasant. Where movie. were you driving? I was just like driving down the street, like wound socket. No, like no? like the hood. I mean, that's where I stay at. But uh, so very well could have been gunshots. Yeah, but, and I was afraid they were targeting me. It wouldn't be the first time. You know? Really? Yeah. I thought everyone likes you. I mean, there's haters wherever yeah, you of go. Course, of course. I don't know how big you get. <laughs> right, Trevor? Yeah, hey, man. Oh, you remember his name? Hey, Trevor, give me a quick Gucci gang. Gucci gang. No, how many Gucci gangs? Uh, many? There's seven, actually, I believe. All right, can you give me them? Uh, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Ooh! <laughs> That's exactly how he okay. says it, too. He sounds just <laughs> like that. Sneezed. That was nice. <laughs> sounds like a 17 year old white guy. You real flow. You should probably. What are, what are your thoughts on Trevor hopping on a train? No, thank you. Uh-oh. I'm all set. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard enough. That's for sure. All right, doctor, what would you give this? One to ten. Um, hmm. See, it depends what you're looking for. If you're looking for some for some conscious stuff, I'd give this about a one out of ten. <laughs> but if you're just looking to have a good time, if I'm lo- looking to listen just to Gucci Gang. Oh well, Gucci Gang's like a thirteen out of ten. <laughs> um, Rest of the album without Gucci Gang. It's like a five out of ten. So average yeah, average. Out. It's like a nine. I'd say it's pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate. So yeah, nine out of ten for Lil Pump, Gucci Gang. Lil Pump. Yeah. And that's all we got for Lil Pump this week. Yeah. Doctor, hope to have you back next week. Can you like look for Joey or something? He just got up and went to the bathroom. Didn't really say Did much. Did we tell you you could talk to the doctor? Uh, I'm sorry. Do you Bow. have an appointment with the doctor? Bow. <laughs> I'm not going to get up and bow. Trevor, get on your knees so you can have your pencil back. Trevor is currently bowing to Dr. D. That's not true. Uh, and we're going to put it on the screen right now. Live video. So if you're not listening to this right now, as we're recording, <laughs> then you're not seeing it. Well, that just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Trevor, you're just pissing away your chances of coming back on this show. I'm sorry. Yeah, can sorry. I get the hell out of here or something? Like, what? All right, oh, yeah, still hey, talking to this kid. Hey, see you, man. See All you. right. Hope yeah. to have you back soon. Thanks yeah. for stopping by. Hey, no problem. Always welcome. Alright. And All right. see it. Oh, and, oh, and here comes Joey. Coming right back. Joe, what's up? Uh what'd you guys talk about? Oh, uh, Dr. D stopped by and we talked about Lil Pump. What? Oh my god. Again? You were up there for a while. I thought you'd catch him. He was here for like, I don't know, three to five minutes maybe. Something like that. Trevor Trevor pissed him off. Yeah, Trevor you should blame Trevor it. for not being able to see him. He's if Trevor didn't piss him off in the last thirty seconds, you would have definitely seen him. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I mean I'll see him someday. Is might, he might see him at Lil Pump. Really? He's going to Lil yeah. Pump. Oh gosh, that's dope. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> no. Joey, what are your thoughts on the uh album Lil Pump by Lil Pump? Well I love uh what's that track called? Um Trevor, do you know the name of that one very popular song? Popular? Is it Gucci Gang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gucci Gang. How does gang. it wait? I'm not familiar. Yeah, How does it just, go? There's seven Gucci gangs in a row. How do they sound? Uh Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> That rings a bell. Yeah, thank you for that. Uh, all right, perfect. Are we ready to move into the next segment? All right, now we got some NFL talk. The real reason we brought Trevor in today? Because he, he was here for the preseason NFL talk. For some astute NFL predictions for the rest of the season. Yeah, let me just get up my picks real quick. Did you guys have some picks that you wanted to do first? Well, I think we should go by division, perhaps. How yeah, so do we want to start with anything but the AFC East? No, not no? really. Okay. Right. Yeah, I think that's the one we gotta we gotta start with. All right, AFC East. Yeah, um, so I I am a logical person, so I'm gonna have to go with the Pats for the AFC East. Cool, right. cool, cool. Uh, I'm gonna take the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I think they'll turn it around. Uh, Pats looked 
pretty vulnerable last week against the Chargers. Uh, Miami just got to be on the up after that beatdown they suffered to uh, the Ravens. So I think Dolphins, uh, Jay Cutler coming back from injury, I think they'll figure it out pretty quick, uh, finish the season one game ahead of the Patriots and win the AFC East. All right, now jokes aside, James. Uh, the Patriots will easily win the AFC East. All right, thank you. I will also have to go with the Patriots. Yeah, I was, statements. I was scared of the Bills for maybe half a second, and then I saw the Jets game, and I'm not anymore, so I'm going to go Patriots by, by a couple games here. Next, we're going to stay in the AFC. West? Yeah, let's go to the West. Um, you got to go Chiefs at this point, I would say. Uh, Raiders aren't living up to expectations. Chargers haven't really been that fantastic, and uh, Denver is a dumpster fire currently, so got to go Chiefs. Yeah, considering the rest of the teams in that division have losing records at this point, point in time i'm gonna have to go with the chiefs as well yeah take a miraculous turnaround from any of these to, to come away winning the division so i'm gonna go chiefs i had high hopes for pretty much every team in the division except for the chargers but well kind of let me down except the chiefs so i'm gonna go with them all right fantastic afc north uh i think you gotta go steelers at this point uh it's kind of tough the raven <laughs> the ravens are in that division but the steelers have looked pretty hot recently i gotta say so I'll stick with the Steelers. Hey, it's never too late for the Browns to turn it around. Actually, I think it is. They're oh, 0-8. Oh, you think so? Yeah, they're 0-8 at this oh. point. They, that, that's pretty much it. Hey, once yeah. Miles Ger- Garrett comes back, he's been back. whole new season. He's, 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 he's been back been... like two weeks, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll take that back then. So I'm going to no, go Steelers, Steelers as well here. They just look too hot right now. But uh, just wait just wait till we get to the wild card picks. And... I'm about to go with the Steelers All right. as well. Trevor? Yeah, nobody's going to beat them. Steelers. Down to the AFC South. This one is actually kind of tough because there's a lot of teams. I mean, you can take away the Texans. Well, you could have said the Texans. Yeah, until... but it looks like that those sh- chances are shot. Colts don't have a chance. So the Titans. Titans the Colts are... are officially tanking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that later. The Titans, um, they're there. They're definitely there. The Jaguars have looked really good this year. They're also there. That was a pleasant surprise. So I'm going to stick with my preseason choice. Jaguars have looked pretty good, but got to go Titans. I'm going to have to agree with you. Titans. Give me Jags all the way. Yeah, Jaguars' defense has been way too good. I think that they're going to overpower whatever teams they play in the going forward in the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I, we'll get back when we go to the wild card after uh, we finish up the division leads for the NFC. I, I think we'll revisit the Jags in a second. But start with the NFC East. I think this is another easy division to pick. I will uh, take the Washington professional football franchise well, to come not... in last. Okay. The Giants uh, will come also... out of nowhere, take them over, but I'll, I'll go with the Eagles to win the division. I'm about to agree with you there. Me as well. Carson yeah. Wentz. No arguments. I'm going to have to go with the Eagles, too. Carson, Carson Wentz what? I was interrupted, but he's looking <laughs> good. Seemed like you were done. I was, I'm was. i sorry. That's okay. NFC West, which this one also is kind of... Kind of tight. You got the Seahawks one. and the, the Rams are up there. Cardinals look like dumb. But you never know. 49ers could p- turn it around. No, not they're, too late. They're also... Jimmy G. Is it too late? I, I would say it's too late, unfortunately. I'll go with the Rams. Ride till I die. John L. and I are on that bandwagon for sure. Go Rams. I love the Rams, but the Seahawks have just been in these positions too many times before. I say they win the division. I'm going to have to agree that the Seahawks are my team. After the Bears and Patriots, so. I like the I like the Rams. They've been unstoppable so far this season on offense, and they've turned their defense around. Unstoppable is a big word. They have two losses. Or, I, I take it back. Not a big word. It's a powerful word. Uh, I mean, it's tough. Uh, you have to take in consideration the Seahawks did um 
the Seahawks beat the Rams earlier this season, so they hold the tiebreaker in that that respect. So I, I think the Rams will will definitely give them a run for their money. I I just like personally, whenever there's like a really great offensive-minded young coach like they have with McVay, I think they always do really well their first season until the other teams in that division start to figure them out. Do so you know, I think that the Rams could do pretty um, well. What's that guy's name? Josh McDaniels? Uh, th- I mean, he was decent in his first season, but... Didn't they make the playoffs? I think he made the playoffs, did he? Who was their quarterback? That was Tim Tebow year, yeah. year right? And then uh, they got pounded by the, the Patriots. I was at that game. Um, probably the best franchise in football. Um, so we, we got all the NFC West picks in. Yes, we do. Are we on to the NFC North? Vikings coming out of nowhere. Kind of, eh. it, it hurts me to say this, but... All right, let's see. It's no, gonna one, be... no one expected the Bears. Yeah. Packers, obviously, were the favorites until Rodgers. Packers are out of it. Uh, and the Lions, you never know. It, it pains me to say this, but it's going to be a lot closer than I thought. The Lions will, will pull it out. Um, it'll it'll be the Vikings or the Lions at this point. I think the Bears are just too far at this point. They're yeah. they're wor- working out the kinks right now, but they'll, they'll eventually be there. Give Mitchell like. another year or two, and they'll, uh, they'll and be back. In keep in mind, you have two wide receivers that are out for the year in Cameron Meredith and... Uh, Kevin White, so I mean they're, and and Zach Miller's also out for oh, the year at this point. True. So, the Bears are definitely they look they look all right. They're on the up and up. Um, but I think the Lions, they had that win over the Vikings earlier this year. If the Lions can pull out a lot of their wins, their schedule doesn't look that hard heading into the future. They can pull out a few wins. I can certainly see them winning it. I'm going Vikings all the way with this one. I was gonna go Vikings, but I just took a quick peek at the Lions' schedule, and they kind of have a. It looks a lot easier than the, what the Vikings have, so I'm gonna say the the Lions creep back into this one, and they're gonna pull it off. I didn't see the Vikings being too great before the season started, but they've been pretty good so far. They've defied all my expectations, so I think that they're just gonna rise higher. Fair game, fair game, and then a highly contested NFC South right now. Literally everybody is in it. The Buccaneers are kind of falling off at this point, but literally everybody is in this race right now. This is a tough one to pick. It's very tough. They're all so close. It it pains me to say it too, especially with how bad their defense is. But I think the Saints, Saints are will take it in a very contest, tight and contested race. I think the Saints will take it. Their Falcons, offense has been so hot lately. Yeah, it's just it. They've been putting up big numbers. I'm gonna have to go with the Saints as well. I feel like you can depend on the Saints much more than you can depend on any of these other three teams in this division. Quite possibly three of the most inconsistent teams in all of football. Saints, on the other hand, seem to have their offense together. Obviously, the defense still has some questions, but I'm going to go Saints just because you kind of know what you're going to get with them. Yeah, I think the Saints are going to make it to the playoffs, or I think they're going to get bounced first round. I don't think you could play in the playoffs without a defense. So, who wins? You say that they win the division? Yeah. All right, so wild cards. AFC, you want to tackle that first. Uh, I'll take the Jags as a wild card. I, I had the Titans winning the division. I'll take the Jags as a wild card. And... Uh, I'll take the Bills right now. I will take the Bills sneaking in there that's at the sixth seed right now. I mean, AFC North just looks uh, like they don't. The teams up there who could contend for a wild card, they just don't look strong enough like to win outside of their division right now. Uh, AFC West, I think they'll beat each other up, and uh, the Chiefs might pull ahead, but I think the other teams will beat each other up. Like same situation as the AFC North. Uh, the two teams in the South are out of it, and then uh, I say the Jets and the. The Dolphins, looks like their playoff hopes might have taken a turn for the worse, so I'll take the Bills in the sixth seed. The five seed, 
I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills because obviously ugly game against the Jets the other day, but Jets somehow sneak up on teams, including the Dolphins. I got the Dolphins early this year. Uh, so the Bills are my, yeah, my five seed. And then my six seed, you guessed it, Baltimore Ravens. Defense looks tremendous. Trevor can attest to that. So I'm going to go Baltimore <laughs> sneaking in with that six seed. Getting a tough tough matchup in that wild card game. I don't know if they win that. We'll get to that later, but I say they sneak in there. I'm going to agree with you again by throwing uh, the Ravens in there as one of the teams getting in the wild card. And then I'm going to agree with James by saying the Jaguars are going to get the other spot. Well, I picked the uh, Jaguars for my division leader. So I think Ditto. The, so I think that the Titans are definitely going to be in the playoffs too. But I could see the Raiders coming coming back and bouncing back. I think that they're built to win, but they just haven't had a lot of luck so far. So those would be my two picks for wild cards. All right, Andrew all Luck's right. on the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> when did I say Andrew Luck? <laughs> they haven't had luck. Oh, excuse me. Well, Sorry. clearly they haven't had luck. Uh, NFC. Um, I took the uh, Lions to win the NFC North. The Vikings look very good. I'll take them as the five seed in the NFC. And then at the six seed, uh, I'll say that uh, the NFC South beats up on each other enough, but just not enough. I'll take the Falcons. I know my bold prediction last week was that they'll come in last, but that's just a, a bold statement. So I'll take the Falcons. So no playoffs for the Seahawks? I, I think the Seahawks, it'll, be, it'll come down to like some type of tiebreaker between the Falcons and the Seahawks. Uh, something along those lines. Well, I'll take the Falcons. I can see the Cowboys and the the um, Seahawks getting back to the playoffs. They've been pretty good in the past, and I think they have that winning mentality, so they'll get back there. Well, I picked the Seahawks to win the division, so I'm going to go Rams, get in with the five seed. And with the six seed, I'm going Carolina. I think Dallas doesn't make it if Zeke goes down for those six games, and I think Carolina sneaks in with that six seed. Well, I also picked the Seahawks to win the division, so I'm going to go Rams. And then I had the Lions sneaking back up to win their division, so I'm going to go Vikings with the other spot. All right, so now that uh, a, a few of us have had our Super Bowl predictions shot. Drastically changed. Uh, I had the Packers. Joey, I think you had the Giants. I did. So, uh, I had Seahawks. You had the Raiders, Trevor. I think I, you want to back down from that one right now? Yeah, probably not Super Bowl this year. I think it's in their near future, though, just not this year. Once they get to Vegas, it's all going to be different mm-hmm. for them. I mean, we see what a sports franchise in Vegas can do. Isn't that yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Those Golden Knights, they're hot. You guys want to talk about that? No, uh, we don't do that. They not. play hockey. How can it be hot? Uh, no, true. <laughs> so, Trevor, you think men are hot? No, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> AFC Conference Championship. I'll take the Patriots. Uh, I'll take the Patriots against the... Give me the Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs right now. I'm not sure if the Pats could beat the Chiefs, so for that reason alone, I'm going to say the Steelers somehow beat the Chiefs. Don't ask me how. Hey, the Steelers go, have done it once already. Yeah, and I'm going to go Pats over Steelers in the conference championship exactly, for like the 10th time. Exactly what I was going to say. I'm with James on this one. I think it's uh, Pats and the Chiefs. I'm not exactly sure who gets over that one. But you got to pick. Well, you're going to have to pick in I'll like take the Pats. Minute, I don't so think I said think it, but it. I'll take the Pats ahead of the Chiefs. I don't know. It's going to be a close game. I think it'll be decided by probably like a field goal or less than a touchdown. You're deflecting. Who do you think is going to win, Trevor? I'm going to say the Chiefs. All right. Wow, that was that was unexpected. Whoa, you picked against the Patriots. 
you probably should have expected that, but yeah. I know that was sarcasm. That was sarcasm. <laughs> Don't know if you picked up on that. <laughs> NFC, the NFC right now. Uh, I think much more contested than the AFC. Uh, let's see, NFC East. Uh, I think the Eagles have got to be a pick. I mean, it, it may look a little cliche. We don't really know how they're going to perform in the big games yet. We haven't seen this team on a, a full scale, but I will right now because of how great they've looked against everybody they played. I'll take the Eagles, mm-hmm. and then uh. Once you get hot, I mean, it's kind of hard to slow down. The Lions got to get hot to make the playoffs right now, and uh, I think they'll carry that that hotness into the uh, the playoffs. They'll beat whoever they play in the divisional round, and then they'll win again the conference championship. I agreed with half of that statement. I'm gonna have to agree go with, with the Lions. The first half of that statement. So we're gonna I'm gonna go with the Eagles as well, and I'm sticking with my boys over in Seattle, Eagles against. The Seahawks. Battle of the Birds. I got a I got a different matchup. So, so I got Cardinals? Eagles. Nah, not no. quite. <laughs> I got Eagles. I, I don't think you could really not pick them at this point. I got a bit of a Cinderella team making it to the conference championship here. They're hot. Five wins in a row. Give me New Orleans in the conference championship. I say Eagles win, but New Orleans wins a couple. Gets in a good position. Um, like I said earlier, I don't see the Saints moving that far along, so I'm going to have to go with an interesting one here. Divisional conference matchup we're going to have the Eagles versus the Cowboys will Zeke be back um I don't know if he'll be back but I think that that platoon can be what'd you say your game was divisional matchup in the conference championship interesting see like I I don't want to criticize you here this isn't me being being rude but looking at the Cowboys I mean they haven't performed as well as they did last year I think we could agree on that and then keep in mind that if, if Zeke misses out on the, like six games at the end of the year, their schedule for the last six games is phenomenally difficult. They play a lot of good teams. So, I mean, he comes, I mean, they might not make the playoffs, I would say, but I mean, bouncing back from how many, how poorly they perform, I think it'd be difficult to get there. But I mean, if, if they do perform well with Zeke coming back, I won't disagree with you. That, that could very well happen. I think if they get there, then they're going to do well in the playoffs. I'm not certain they're going to get there, but if they do, then. Is I think that they how it's happened well. in the past? What do you mean? When the Cowboys get to the playoffs, how do they generally do? Well, they weren't led by Dak Prescott. They were last year. And that was his first year. I think that they're going to be a much better team this year with his experience. All right. I'll, 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 it's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So, Super Bowl, how's it looking? I'm going to say Chiefs-Eagles for the Super Bowl. And who's your winner? I'm going to say the Chiefs. I will go... Eagles, unfortunately, uh, will we'll beat the Lions. And I'll, I'll put the Patriots in there. Matchup of uh, 2005, I think. 2004. I 2004 or 2005. One of the two, but Whatever. rematch. Uh, no Donovan McNabb this time, unfortunately. No T.O. Oh, true, true, true. Um, I, I'll take the Patriots in a very narrow margin, though, because the, the Eagles are a very good football team right now. I'm going to have to I'll agree with the Pats. I think... Th- they're gonna get past the uh, past the Steelers, like they have many times before. But Carson Wentz, only second year, not a lot of experience, hasn't played in those big games. Russell Wilson has played in those big games. I think the Seahawks gonna have a like Super Bowl Forty Nine, for example. That was a big game. Yeah, it was. Super Bowl was a big game. So I'm gonna say Seahawks have a postseason surge. They're gonna get past the 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 hot Eagles. They're flying high, but the Seahawks are gonna be flying higher. And then I think uh, the Pats are going to pull it off again over the Seahawks. Yeah, and I know I said Eagles a second ago, but 
but I already changed my mind, and I want that Cinderella run to continue. And I'm going to go New Orleans makes it to the Super Bowl just because, like you said, big games. Russell Wilson certainly has a couple, but I think Drew Brees might might even have a couple more. So if he's in that situation against the inexperienced Carson Wentz, like you said, I think that's a, a QB matchup I'd love to see, and I'm going to go Brees over Wentz, and therefore Saints over Eagles. Short QBs rule. And so it Pats versus Saints? Pats Saints. See, I was, Pats went. I was hoping you were, were going to say this. So think about, oh, this, no, no, no. think about this situation. Breeze played Manning, knocked off Manning. If Breeze plays Brady, knocks off Brady, he'd be considered the giant slayer. Knocking off possibly the greatest, the greatest quarterback quarterbacks of all, of all time. Like Drew Brees would be the greatest Imagine quarterback of all time. He, he'd be you would, both Manning and Brady. You'd have to at Brady. least put him in a discussion for like one of the best quarterbacks of all time. For being able to, to be both of the yeah, best two of that era, really. Yeah. That's something to think about. If that was to happen, that would be crazy. Of but course, I, I don't, I don't yeah. want it to happen. It Brady, Brady is yes. best. Uh, or Dan Marino. Dan Marino is definitely a good quarterback. He's top five. Uh, no, I, yeah, that, that's that's yeah, a fair assessment. What's your top five? What's your top yeah, let's, five? Let's get this going here. In no particular number, order. No, who's number one? No, we won't no, say no, no, you say we're, we're say Pey- Peyton Manning. We'll say he's number wow. one. Wow, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, one and a half rings. So, yeah. so we're going to say him number one, and then Brady. All right. At least you put him ahead of Montana, but still, it doesn't. Doesn't and change. And then Montana, Marino, Young, no Elway. John Elway. No, I put Young over Elway. Nah, it's not really what I was questioning. Marino over Elway. I think so. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so that we can move on now. We're we're good. We don't have to. We don't give our input. All right. Yeah. No, that's all I wanted to hear. All right. Uh, Trevor, bold statement of the week. Go. Um, so I already gave my pick for the Super Bowl. That's the Chiefs. I'm going to say a defensive MVP of the game, and that's going to be um, Marcus Peters. All right, and that's oh, what we got for nice, nice. That, that that's all we got for that for this week. We we couldn't come up with anything too bold. Nothing really large coming up. But there you go. That's your that's your bold statement of the week. The one. Rada he gone. Uh, NFL trade deadline was this last Tuesday. Uh, some big moves. Yeah, a lot uh, of shifts. Kelvin Benjamin moved to the Bills. That was a big one. Nobody really saw that one coming. Uh, Dwayne Brown moved to the Seahawks. Pretty good offensive tackle. Uh, Jimmy G already previously mentioned is now a member of the 49ers. And another big one, uh, Jay Ajayi was moved from the Dolphins to the Eagles. Awesome. Yeah, definitely wasn't happy with it, but Adam Gase has done this sort of thing in the past where somebody's just not doing what he wants them to and they don't respond to his criticism, so he just ships them out. I think we could have gotten more than a fourth-round pick, but Kenyon Drake, he's shown flashes. I don't know if he can do quite as much as J.H.I. did, but J.H.I. was just a guy off the street when he broke out last season. So. You know who's really good at taking guys off the street and making them stars? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sounds like Adam Gase has a little kid's mindset as a uh, as a head coach, Trevor. Would you, would you Why do you say that? Well, what, say what you just said about J.H.I underperforming, doesn't respond well to criticism, ship him, ship him out. Just get him out of yeah. here. What did you guys do to um, Jonas Gray when he had his big game and then he didn't show up for practice, so he was gone? That's different. I think it's well, very different. Think, yeah. He didn't show up to practice. J.J. is just not performing. And No, it's not that he's not performing. Jonas but- Gray had that one game. Yeah, he, Literally he, one J.J. game. J.J. had a whole season. Well, J.J. had three huge games and then I think he had the three 200-yard games, and he topped 100 yards one other game. So he had four big games, and then didn't really do much other than that last season. 
Pats also have like eight running backs. So I mean, if one screws up, you Bills are like short string. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I can understand that, but I think if you got have a guy who's not buying into your system, then you don't want him getting to your younger guys. So he just kind of had a bad attitude problem altogether last year. Adam Gase made him sit at home while they played the Seahawks, and they had that game pretty close. Obviously, put the him Seahawks. In timeout. What was that? He put him in timeout. Yeah, pretty much. There you go. Next, he gone. Uh, previously mentioned Andrew Luck. Um, not a member of what team was it? Uh, not a member of the Raiders. Oh, okay. Uh, Andrew Luck gone for the season now. Placed on the IR. Wow, it's a full tank mode for the Colts. He gone to the the Colts season. He gone Jim Irsay. The Colts are officially tanking. <laughs> Next one could be a big. He gone. So hold, hold on. Luck and uh. So Saber set finishes. They're obviously they're not looking to win anything. But what do they do with Brissett next year? They just throw him on the back burner. They try to deal him or what, trade what? Andrew Luck. Trade Andrew Luck. Let's move. I would try and do. Huge contract. You can't really improve low your value team. right now though. Uh huh. That's the only problem with the that. The issue with that, like you can't really improve your team when his, his salary is gigantic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's clearly injury prone at this time. You have a quarterback you could roll with, Jacoby Brissett, or find somebody else in the draft. Now, there's a lot of quarterbacks coming through again this year. Um, so, I mean, you can find a quarterback in the draft to develop, but Andrew Luck's contract is so big, you can't develop any other parts of your team right now. Your offensive line is terrible. Defense isn't good. So, I think if you could go ahead and try and trade him and stick with whatever other quarterbacks you get, that would be the best move for the Colts. Are we on to the next he gone, though? Yeah, next Could be one. a big one, depending on where he lands. Jaleel Okafor, uh, his rookie contract was not extended by the uh, the Sixers, so he will be a free agent after this year, but... He already expressed his interest in wanting out. Yes, he, he wants he wants to be traded. But the or, thing you know, is... He, he wants to be bought out. He wants to be bought out or he wants to be traded. But the thing is, no one else wants him. Yes. One team that could end up using him, depending on how he performs, though, a team with a, an injured player exception, would be the Boston Celtics. We certainly do. What is it? Eight and a half million or so. Uh-huh. We certainly do not have to use nearly all of that money to bring in Okafor uh-huh. either. So, if he was to get bought out, that would be a blessing. Just yeah, another I... big body. What the Celtics are clearly lacking the most. So mm-hmm. Okafor would be a great addition to that front line. I mean, you never, never would hurt to add another big man to this lineup. I mean, uh, pieces look pretty good. Baines is nice. I mean, the issue with that though, you can't really put Baines and Horford on the starting lineup, in my opinion. I mean, Marcus Morris just came back, but when you put those two out there, you're taking your two big men and putting them out there at the same time. They're eating up minutes at the same time, both getting tired. So adding another guy like Julie Locafor to provide some quality um, bench minutes, great post score. Uh, I think that'd be a good move for the Celtics right now, but once again, I wouldn't mind if Ainge just holds off right now and wait to see what comes around so we can use that exception later on in the year. So. Who knows if uh, Jaleel Four will end up here or not. But that's all we got for Egon. Move yeah. on to Tweet of the Week. I got mine ready. All right, go Found ahead. Found this one pretty funny. Um, the Celtic, oh, it's from Scott Maxwell. And he said, the Celtics are undefeated since Kyrie told that dude to f*** his dick. That will That was censored right there. We censored that. We're, well, yeah. we, we censored the expletive words. You, well, all right, you guys can piece... The, you know, you know. Put what the it pieces was. of the uh, puzzle together and guess what he said because we've gone over this. The video was quite popular at the time, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe it's a good thing, right? 
I would say so. I, yeah. Hottest team in the NBA right now. Best team That's in the NBA fact. right now. We have the highest That's record. Fact. We are 7-2. Uh, and two. The Magic lost the other day, so they're now 6-3. and three. So Can you repeat that name? The Magic are Magic or top of the league. Six and three. That's not, I don't think many people expected that. Uh, certainly not. I mean, it helps when you get a forty-three point outburst from uh, Nikola Vucevic, and then the next game, Aaron Gordon. So. Yeah, I was looking at their stats, and a lot of their guys are shooting at least fifty-five percent from the field. That's insane. Certainly not a sustainable number. Evan Fournier, for example, is averaging about twenty-three a game, seventeen on, million a year on fifty-five from the field, and I think it's fifty-eight from three. So. Once those numbers come back down to earth, I think we'll see who the Magic really are, which is maybe a low-seed playoff team. I certainly wouldn't have, have even given them that coming into the year, though, so credit to them, but I do not think they are a top seed or a serious contender by any stretch of the imagination. Another team that's performed well, that um, or better than people may have expected, would be the Detroit Pistons, I would say. Came out the gate, they uh, they beat the Warriors the other night. Um, they beat the Bucks a couple nights ago, or uh, last night. Uh, they're sitting around six and three, maybe five and four right now. Andre Drummond is a big story, shooting phenomenally from the the free throw line right yeah, now. Close to eighty percent or something. Yeah, That's he shot fourteen for absurd. sixteen the other night. He had twenty four points, shot fourteen for sixteen from the free throw line. Fans were cheering, giving him a standing ovation for his performance at the free throw line. So, Pistons definitely looking like another pretty good team this year. I mean, Sixers are they're all right right now. I mean, the issues with Fultz. Uh, Simmons is tearing it up. Yeah, though. Simmons is certainly tearing it up, but. The seating in the East may be a little little funkier than we expected, certainly with teams such as the Pistons and the Magic performing well out the gates. Uh, it's still very, very, very early, though. Indeed. But Celtics are up there, one seed in the East for sure. That's what I like to see. Staying with Scott's inappropriate tweet, I've got one from Jose Canseco, MLB legend. Uh, as tweeted during about, I think it was game four of the MLB World Series, and the uh, exact tweet is, the balls in my pants have less juice in them than the balls in this game. <laughs> Not really sure where that tweet came from, uh, but shout out to Jose Canseco. Great guy. That's a quality tweet right there. Uh, I got my tweet of the week. Uh, I have to describe it. It was, it was actually a video, but I can describe it pretty well. Uh, so at the Houston Parade, uh, following the World Series, uh, fans were packing in parking garages uh, to watch on the parade. And, Mm-hmm. Some lady dropped her hat from one, of the, this, from one yes. of the higher levels of the garage. Um, some people caught it and mm-hmm. then proceeded to throw the hat around, like almost seven levels up, I would say. Took them a few tries. Yeah, took a few tries. People caught it as it would fall back down. Yep. But they threw it up each level, like over the balcony. And uh, eventually the lady got her hat back, which feel good story. Great times. It was, it was enjoyable go watching, Houston. too. Whenever like a new level would catch it, everybody would start cheering. Yep. And then it would go quiet, and they threw another one. And like some people would drop it, and then it would go down like three levels, and, and everyone started cheering. Oh, and then ah, oh, ah. It, it was really, really entertaining. And then uh, another tweet to follow up with this one was, uh, "I would probably uh, be the one who fell over the edge." And then some other person replied and said, "They would have caught you and tossed you back up." So there you go. That was that was certainly some quality content. Uh, All so, right, Trevor, your turn. Yeah, Trevor, you up? Um, I actually didn't have a tweet this week. I thought you guys, your guys's were just so great, so I but couldn't top we that. We didn't tell you what they were beforehand. I thought you did, but maybe not. Uh, you, didn't, did, you had a tweet, though, last time, right? Uh, we'll oh, have wait, to go no, back I don't think you did. That one. I know well, that was That was our better, um, our better guest, Cam. He always has a tweet. I know uh, Stockwatch was a while ago, but uh, the Nuggets just went on the 15-0 run against the Warriors, so... 
buy, buy, buy if you're a uh, your stockbroker right about now. So, Trevor, uh, got a tweet of the week now? I don't think I do. I'm you, sorry. You sure? I mean, I think I think I may have just found you a tweet that, of the week. That's a pretty solid tweet. I don't, I'm not know. sure if I can share that on this broadcast. What are you guys thinking? I, I think well, considering we just talked about dicks and balls, I think you could very well talk about that. Okay, so this one is from um, Elizabeth Bernard. When your car runs out of gas, does it stop or continue rolling? <laughs> I think the answer is pretty clear that um, unless you're on a hill, stops you stop. Tracks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big. Not a big science guy here, but using common sense, I, think, yeah. I would I would think that the car would probably keep rolling when when you uh, <laughs> run out of gas. Yeah. It does it doesn't like automatically throw itself in the park. Yeah. Uh, nothing against you, Liz. I love you. The other day, the other day, car was running out of gas. Uh, you know, it shows a little range on the, yeah, the dash. Yeah, yep. I had one mile left for about two miles. Barely made. I I basically rolled into the gas station. My dad was telling me a story the other day how. He he rolled into a gas station, and the the gas station was closed. Oh, so he had, he had, he had to go run to a gas station up the road, fill up the tank. He's a back. big runner though, that Chris Stark. Yeah, he's a pretty crazy guy. So, there you go. Those are those are our tweet of the weeks. Thank you, Trevor, for that tweet. That was a good one. You're welcome. That was all, Trevor. Mm-hmm. He found that himself. We had another at the end of the day, which we didn't have one last week, but we have one this week. Kyrie. What did Kyrie say? God. Oh, so no he, he took back his statement that the Earth was flat. I think we went over that last week. Uh, we, we have. We've gone over it. I'm right, sure we'll so he's, it. he yeah. took that back saying it was all just a joke. Whatever. Okay. But then this week he says, there's never, there's not a real picture of Earth. Which, um... I mean, if you guys just Googled pictures of Earth, I'm sure you could find one. I, yes. No, 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 no. Those are fake. They are? Okay. According the to Kyrie, those are fake. Okay. I don't know where he's getting this uh, information from or these ideas, these thoughts. But, again, Kyrie, at the end of the day, stop being so stupid. Stop talking about Earth. Just accept the fact that it's real, it's round. I think that's why he's he wants to say that there's no real pictures because he's still actually holding on to the thought that Earth is flat. And all the pictures, obviously, is showing a spherical, round Earth. And he just doesn't want to believe that. So that's why he's saying they're all fake. At the end of the day, just stick to basketball. There we go. That's fine. I mean, he's performing pretty well. Not not in the first half against the Thunder. Second no, half, second half went off. Twenty-two, something the, like that. But yeah, no, he scored. I think he scored twenty-two of his twenty-five. Something, something like, like that. I, I don't know. know. Him and Al. He had a five-point play at the end of the. You don't see that. You just don't see that very often. No. You don't see a four-point play very often. But shouts out Kyrie for doing so well. Shouts out Kyrie. That's all Kyrie, we got. That's all we got. Thanks, Trevor, for coming yep, on. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, no I problem. would say any time, but <laughs> only uh, only every time. every half NFL season. Okay, oh. sounds good. So playoff preview, maybe. Maybe we'll have you, you on. Maybe. Maybe. maybe we'll have you on. Oh, playoff preview, and then at the end of this, after the Super Bowl, yeah, wrap up the whole season. Final thoughts once, on the season. Yeah, once Marcus Peters has been Super Bowl MVP. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that, but yeah, um, I really don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. Yeah, so thanks again, Anything Trevor. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. What do you think the Vegas odds would be? Say the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. What are the, the Vegas That's odds the Marcus step. Peter wins? Uh, at least 50-1, to one, I would say. I would say around at least 300-1. to one. Yeah. 
I mean, he'd have to have, I'd say, probably two picks and well, what one return for an intercept or a touchdown. There's 60 players or 60 starters. No, sorry, not that. 44 yeah. starters. Okay, 44. And then you can't forget to account for kicker, punter, long snappers. Yeah, so probably probably the odds would be around like 20 to 1. Will you be 18 at the time? As, yes, you I will. will. You will. Yeah. So put some money on it. We'll see. All right, then. <laughs> Turn right, $500 on Marcus Peters' Super Bowl MVP. Hey, what if they don't make it? Do you still bet on them? Yeah, I'd say you still put the money down. Just in case. On Marcus Peters? Yeah. yeah. Everybody performs so poorly, they give it to the, the highest and performer in the AFC Championship. Marcus Peters ends up with four interceptions, two touchdowns, but the Chiefs get out. <laughs> so. All right, is that That's all, all we got. All right, thanks again, Trevor. Uh, thanks, Dr. D. I know he's not here right now, but we'll, we'll, we'll shoot him a message after the show. I heard he doesn't have a phone or any contact yeah, no, information. We'll, we'll find a way. I, I don't know how, but we'll find a way. We also got to um, find a way to fix our, our podcast. Yeah, apparently our last episode isn't working. Yeah, well, iTunes itself is just being stupid. We'll figure that out. Figure it out, iTunes. We'll figure out the brand. Yeah. Whatever happens. Making moves. We also uh, need, we say it every week, but we never do it to recruit big name guests. But well, I mean, we got one. Nothing this against week. you. We Trevor, got one this week. Oh well, you guys got Doctor D. As yeah, a matter of fact, that, that is true. we got two two pretty pretty decent guests this week. Yeah. Okay. We just got to bring Tyler back. Absolutely uh, for sure. Quadruple um, threat. Yeah. Definitely we'll get on that one. <laughs> he brings a lot of insight. All right. I think that's Easy. all we got. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right. Uh, we good? That's all I got. All right. See you. See y'all next week. Peace out. Goodbye from Trevor. Yes, goodbye. Goodbye. Say goodbye.